Don't look like I never nourished you. <laughs> I know. Does he look fabulous? Yeah, he looks fabulous, all right. Downright metrosexual with them young ass pants. <laughs> oh no, you should have seen his ensemble before his little accident. It was exquisite. Are <laughs> kidding? Better than this. Welcome back to another episode of the Paid in Full Podcast. I am your delightful host, Mia. <laughs> and, and I am JP. I'm going to try not to choke. <laughs> That's what you're okay, because he was up here. I, was I not, thought you were laughing. I try, no, I try not to hawk into this microphone. <laughs> welcome, welcome, all of our new and existing uh, current listeners uh thank you for joining us for our next episode uh we are uh paid in full we are married with children millennial couple sharing our points of view on marriage and relationships through the lens of film you better get an elevator statement oh right now (laughs) (laughs) you gotta pass this job interview (laughs) Anywho, so what is this, Georgia the Jungle? <laughs> we have the TV on, so we need to turn the TV <laughs> on. So uh we uh have our first segment is name the scene. So what you heard coming into the beginning of the episode was a scene from a movie. Do we want to play more now, or do we want to kind of... Just tell them what the scene was. Float them in? Get on right into it. All right, all right. So, the scene that we played was from the 2008 movie, Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins, uh, rated PG-13, one hour and 54 minute runtime, <laughs> according to IMDb. Oh, um, Okay, <laughs> don't do that. Anywho, uh, starring Martin Lawrence... The great James Earl Jones. Monique, Cedric the Entertainer, Mike Epps, Michael Clark Duncan, Joy Bryant, Louis C.K., Nicole Ari Parker, and Suge Avery. Margaret Avery. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I'm coming. Don't talk over me. (laughs) I had to just scroll down to that part. It's all right. This is called being prepared. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So... The kind of the synopsis of the movie is tell him about the boom boom room, Ray. I'm gonna tell him. Um, Martin Lawrence plays a character named Dr. R.J. Stevens, who's a talk show host. That's his talk show name. Who visits his family in what they are calling the Deep South, but I think it's been established as being like Louisiana or somewhere similar, Deep South. While he's there, he reunites with his brother Otis, his sister Betty, his cousin who serves as his rival Clyde. Cedric the Entertainer, and his childhood love interest, Lucinda Allen. Mm, Sparkling. And so, our idea or our big focus question for this episode is twofold. The first question is, how do you know 
if you've chosen the right person? And the second question is, what is it about nostalgia that keeps us in a chokehold? Why do we go back? So that's what we're going to get into a little bit today using our movie as our backdrop. Oh, perfect well, word. Yeah. Well, he I'm really on, is. But no, that's called filling in my I words. We've been together today. so that so long that you can fill in my I'm words. On your ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> So if you have not seen the movie, we suggest it. It comes on a it does television not come randomly. On. You have to, you have to it's actually. randomly. Ah, okay. It hasn't been on like HBO Max in the last like six months. Something like that. Okay, yeah, it's very very random. It only made um, it only grows to forty two million in the box office, so it wasn't again a box office mash. But they did make their budget. That's a snob. So only forty two million. Yeah, only forty two on a thirty five million budget. Hey, that's still a profit. It's, it, that's what I said. They made budget, so hey, and it's hilarious, y'all. So unexpectedly hilarious. Um, okay, so. We're going to take a little sort of commercial break, and then we're going to get into Paid and Full of JP. Please help me come get my kids. 2024, come get these kids before I put them out. Babysit all you want. Let's come get them with a big G. I'll buy pizza and chicken. Free Wi-Fi. Furniture available. Please what you want? A cash payment? A Visa gift? It's easy. Kids. They're easy. I'm easy. It's all good and easy. It's a maximum tax deduction. Please come help me. <laughs> Twenty twenty four, come get these kids. Please help me come get my kids. Twenty twenty four, come get these kids. Oh, okay. So <laughs> let's get into the first question. I'm gonna have my hubby, hubby, t- kind of tackle. What we want to sort of do is first talk about the characters, um, RJ or Roscoe, which is his real name in the movie, Roscoe Jenkins. Mm-hmm. And then his girlfriend he had coming into the vacation, which was named, her name was Bianca, which was played by Joy Bryant. And then the childhood love interest that we find out about um, later in the movie, who was, I guess, kind of stolen from him. Um, she goes by the name of Lucinda, um, Lucinda Allen. So the reason why we wanted to do this movie was because I was in this mindset that um, Roscoe did not choose the right woman. And I wanted to get JP's take on that idea and then kind of get into, well, how do you even know if you've chosen the right person, like the right life partner? And do you really know, like if there is a way for you to know outside of it until you get in and it gets kind of wacky. So that's what we're gonna kind of go into. Hey, hello. <laughs> so, do we want to give like oh spoiler alerts? Spoiler alerts all over this because we're gonna be talking about seen that movie. Yet. Well, I know, well we that? still it's obligatory to say sixteen spoiler. years, <laughs> <laughs> but still, no, it's nice to tell them we're gonna be talking about. We're gonna run through the movie, even though you still should see it. So, anywho, um. <laughs> So, JP. Yes, ma'am. Did, do you think that in the movie, so let me kind of give you guys a background sort of knowledge here. And within the movie, um, Roscoe visits his family with his current girlfriend, Bianca. Mm -hmm. Bianca is very, um, 
highfalutin kind of snob. What is that? What's that word again? Highfalutin. What does that mean? I don't know, but it sounds fun. Highfalutin. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> kind of <laughs> very, um, quote unquote, highbrow kind of person, like very much above everything that this family stands for. Okay. Snobby, quote unquote, rich and snobby. That's what she was. Um, so we have that side, and then we have this Lucinda Allen character who was our um, Roscoe's childhood sort of crush mm-hmm. that he never got with, particularly because his cousin supposedly asked Lucinda to the dance before Roscoe got the chance to, and so Lucinda, I guess, began a relationship with him that's lasted. You know, decades on and off, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, do we think that, because by the end of the movie, Roscoe leaves Bianca for Lucinda. So, do we think that he made the right choice? Um, he did. He did. He did what was he did what was best for him. Because um, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I honestly don't think either one of them was the best choice for him. Mm-hmm. So, um, we can get into <clears throat> why I, why I believe that. Um, first, first of all, I think that he should not have been with Bianca because just be, just because of the person that she was. Because at, at his core, at, at his core, he was a good person, mm-hmm. and she was like completely. She basically she basically had a dude. She had a what? Testosterone. She was she was a, a super She a, was an alpha. A super A type and that, yeah. that didn't necessarily mesh well with who he was as a person. Mm-hmm. He did it more so out of convenience because he, he reaped some some benefits out of it. Mm-hmm. But over overall it just wasn't it just wasn't a good good connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talking about the the benefits, we're gonna kinda let me kind of stretch you that direction for a second, because I wrote down some of the benefits that Bianca gave him. I got a benefit. You got a benefit? Got a What's benefit. the number? Go ahead, you go. Uh-uh, no. Go. I want to talk about yours first, and then I'm going to kind of just splash in. Take me home Come on. Take me That's the benefit. That's number one. That's number one. She had him speaking in tongues. So... You, you you heard a dickmatized. He was kudematized. <laughs> so she she had him speaking. She had him speaking that speech. There we go. Mm-hmm. Number one. <laughs> so. Number one benefit, and that's what I was going to say. I said the sex was better than great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and she also was part of that lifestyle that he thought he wanted. Like he was this big up-and-coming Hollywood talk show host. Mm-hmm. So she represented his inflated sense of self because he just knew his talk show was Montel Williams from the 90s, Ricky Lake, um, Joan Rivers, like all these people who had like these big talk shows in that time period, you know, right before, you know, he was 2008, but we're still talking, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. He was, he, he thought he was it. So she fed into that, even though it was to her best interest, it was always to her benefit to feed his uh-huh. ego. And that's what she did. And so she fit in with this Hollywood life that he had. Um, she had a little bit of money because I guess she had gone on Survivor <laughs> and won Survivor. Um, so she had her little million dollar prize money, I guess. And, um, but she really fed into 
what he thought he wanted initially or for a long time because she was with him for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then they were this the newest big Hollywood couple. They were, you know, B and J on TV and they were talking about this upcoming wedding and it she was that person. Like mm-hmm. we see still to this day women feeding these men's egos and becoming what the men think that that's what they want. So, yeah, so yeah. that's 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 my thoughts on Bianca. Like I said, she was more so a convenience and she had mm-hmm. benefits of of the good the good good and she opened doors for him mm. or success wise but for him as a person she wasn't a good fit at all mm-hmm. okay and so you said him choosing lucinda he did what was best for him <clears throat> no i don't think he should have picked lucinda mm-hmm. um because with lucinda that was more so tied into f- what f- was it fomo Fear of missing out and oh. what and what have could what could have been um, that was a, a result of competitive nature between him and Clyde that yep. he 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 felt as if that was part of the whole the whole the whole of his life mm-hmm. um, and she was she was the, the the missing piece but she gave him all the signs that she she wanted nothing to do with him she's it's, mm-hmm. da- it's damn near Forrest Gump and Jenny. Oh, that's interesting. It's damn near Forrest Gump. I love Forrest Gump. It's, yeah. It's damn near Forrest Gump and Jenny. Because she went out, she she had all the opportunities to go. Mm-hmm. If she wanted to be with Roscoe, she could have been with them mm-hmm. all these years. All these years shouldn't have passed before this happened. This reconnection. Yeah. But now she's going through a divorce and all this stuff. Now it's be my knight in shining armor mm. and, all, and, all, and all this stuff. So, mm. And... Her her cooter could be trash, right? So. <laughs> and that's not something that he would have known until the end of the movie. And we don't find out as the audience. We just see them getting ready to go and push the button, push the button. That's from Color Purple. Anywho, hey, Rocco, so how sweet, but yeah. Clyde just asked me. Come on, Lucinda. This is his let's cover. get a strawberry mm-hmm. soup. And she went along with that. Okay. And bye, she, Roscoe. Bye, Roscoe. As children, though, I mean, they're kids. Kids are very fickle. So, of course, she was like, ooh, strawberry soda. Yeah, I'm going to go get that. But as you said, she then continued to go that direction. Mm-hmm. And then she said she went to college. She got married to some guy, didn't work out, got divorced, and then went back to his cousin. Yeah. He was a familiar face when I moved to Atlanta. He's sweet, but your cousin's a player. What happened to your engagement? Wasn't there some guy? Are you keeping tabs on me, Roscoe Jenkins? Oh, no, no, I, I heard things. You know, I look at my so head. So he and just I, been know, all these years think of what if could, what it could have been. Mm-hmm. And oh, he, he was more mean, so huh? praying for her downfall. I went to school to find a husband, right? See? Yeah, I did. I got engaged early. <laughs> I had the vision. Engaged, not married. None of this shit included all. Roscoe, though. None of it, yeah. Sunday brunch with my homegirls. She ain't even reach out and say hi. Good to me. Congrats on your show. Congrats on your success. Right. She, she, she knew him. She just randomly came with his cousin. Nah. Open bed. I told you I got this. <laughs> okay, so here's what I'm thinking now. Okay. Is she? Did she use him? Because I hadn't thought about this initially. I'm like, wait. Well, maybe she was, she was in a spot. 
she's like maybe in a financial spot or some type of lonely spot. And it was like, oh, shoot, Roscoe Jenkins is here. This is my time to try to open my legs and, and be like, hey, I'm here. I'm back again. I know you want this. Yeah, Come and get it. Because it was my theory because I'm tying it into real life. Because uh-huh. I, be, I believe during the movie, Nicole Ari Pe- uh, Parker was pregnant. Was so pregnant. she was kind of uh-huh. weird. That kind of that kind of threw me off because she was kind of awkward looking in the movie. Right. They keep trying to hide her body. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm going to tie it into the movie and say that she was pregnant. In, in the movie, and, and she was trying to pull a Forrest Gump because that wasn't oh. Forrest Gump. That wasn't Forrest Gump, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it was. That wasn't. Forrest. You don't think that was Forrest Gump, baby? <laughs> that wasn't. That wasn't not Forrest he Gump, had, baby. They were trying to like force it because little baby. What was his name? Jolie Haley. Jo- Jolie Osment. Whatever that little baby was, he had his little head tilt. At the end, they had to both yeah. have the head too. That baby had a better chance of being Lieutenant Dan than for her. So you trying to call Jimmy I, a hoe? She was a, no, no comment. But don't we're call, we're don't call do, her that because she for, died. We're going to do Forrest at a different time. Okay. Right now, we focusing. Died. Right now, we focusing on Roscoe because okay. she because she, she had that package. Yeah. <laughs> she did. She, had she the, caught it in a the time had, they didn't the know what it was. But, but going back, okay, I believe that yeah. she was going to. That she was pregnant. Okay. And was going to put it on Roscoe. So now the little boy had it. Now he got a little brother. Oh, now, now happily ever. Ha- happily ever. It's damn near Craig and Daddy. I'm about she thought she had a beer belly. She's six months pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> she says, my baby. That's just my theory. Okay. Right. I, and I'm thinking now that you're saying it, that maybe she was in some type of, oh, I missed out. Um, you know, what's what's the cousin and Clyde ain't really doing it for me, you know. Oh, but Roscoe got more money. He coming in, let me allow him to kind of spoil me a little bit. These Joes ain't loyal. Mm-hmm. And he came in with his girlfriend and she knew this. So that was another thing about Lucinda that I don't think I agree with. He came in with this you know, they were very visible. They were on TV. They were on entertainment tonight talking about the wedding. So he came with his fiance and she was still like, I'm going to go and get close to him. And we're going to go take these cute walks and talk about our childhood. That's, 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 that's sinister, Mira. Is it? Yeah. Why? No, but she really did know he came there with his fiance and she came with his cousin. So that was kind of slimy. That's a little bit like, that's a little messy. Yeah, she had FOMO on her side too. Yeah, now she like what what what, what, what could have been what could have been if she was with Roscoe. She saw that girl ring. She was like, "Oh shoot, that's five carrots. Ooh, that's pretty." Man, stop me. I, I'm sorry. You and they you tried stay, to you paint. Stay positive. You stay positive <laughs> and a good person. I'm the, the I'm the one that goes off the rails. But you? it's the pers- It's the way the movie is presented because they tried to make it look like they had a natural connection. Mm-hmm. Like they were just homeboy, homegirl. They walk in. They just so happened to. Lock eyes and the wind blew a certain way and it was like stirrings. Mm-hmm. I feel stirrings, right? So they tried to make it look like it was natural. She could have been the entire time had this agenda for him because mm-hmm. he was there for like what a couple of days. It was like a weekend, so she had a weekend to be able to unlock him from his whole fiance he had been with that everybody knew he was with. And try to plug herself in. So, yeah. But I don't know. So, the thing that about Lucinda as well is she, for me, represents nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And what we have as a society is we tend to, like, 
link ourselves to things that make us feel good. And usually that involves something from our past. And so nostalgia itself is like a way for us to, um, a way for people to feel better about their present by looking back at what they've been through and the things that used to make you feel good. So Lucinda was that, like I was trying to list out her benefits and because we don't get a lot of what exactly she'll give him now as an adult. We got a lot of what she gave him as a child. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she likes skin with brown eyes, like attraction. She's pretty. Right. Um, and then I just wrote, she is a symbol of nostalgia for him. It was always, and I like how you said FOMO. FOMO. It was very much, this is what I should have wanted. I, the one who got away. No she was the one away. who got away. And that happens every day. Like people tend to go and redate people, even if they know the person they were with was no good. They will still try to redate. Um, let me try to give it another shot. Um, people sometimes think through their, you know, people who got away and try to think about what could be. All right. Give me, give me a second. Cause okay. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really, on, I'm really, on, I'm not digging. <laughs> no, no. You but, look like you're digging. But, I, but I am in my conspiracy theory. Bag. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like the so, conspiracy bag. Okay. So Roscoe Jenkins, mm-hmm. he was in Hollywood, right? Right. LA. So she would have been his Illuminati person because Cat Williams Tying it into what's going on right now. What, what was what was the formula? <laughs> get you a light skin. Yes. It's part of what they give you. Okay, I didn't get it. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just saying. How much money they give? <laughs> that that could that would have complete that, that completes his circle because Bianca talked too much. Lucent, oh, she Lucent, did. Beyonce, Bianca was a was an attention for work. Yeah, we want the more women. <laughs> Light skinned funny looking woman who don't I talk much. And thing. she would have played that part, even if he, <laughs> even if she all right, all right, get, get wasn't back, like that. Get naturally. us back on track because you, you, you. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Me. No, no. Because I'm saying she would have been able to play the part because she was very like meek. She was very like soft spoken. She came from you know I don't know. They were in Savannah, Louisiana, wherever they were, y'all. She would have been able to kind of play that part because he would have been able to sculpt her. We didn't no, turn. We didn't turn Roscoe into the Illuminati. Being part of the Illuminati. No, he would have been able to say, "I need you to be this woman for me," and she may have been able to do it, especially like like you said, if she was pregnant with, with a baby. You're supposed to keep us on track. Last week I talked about the government. This week I'm talking about the Illuminati. <laughs> you better. Okay, here we go. I'm going to get us back. Nostalgia. Okay. <laughs> Nostalgia motivates us to remember the past in our lives to help us, to help unite us to our authentic self today. So for him to face this painful past, this part of his past that his cousin was always better. His cousin was replacing him in the family. His cousin was a favorite. Like he wasn't a favorite kid. He all, he felt like his cousin was the kid. His parents wanted like the son, his parents wanted to him to face that quote unquote, that trauma of, of that. She represented that part of him to go back to that little happy part. So the movie almost became about him just facing the trauma of that, of him feeling like the stepkid in the family or whatever, you know, how he felt. Mm -hmm. She became that symbol for him to heal from it because he went straight back to her after he 
sat and listened to his son kind of complain about, I don't want to leave, daddy, what's going on? And then Bianca was going on about the wedding and, oh, we should have this. We don't want to invite your family because, oh, my God, what would the people say? And he was sitting there looking like, bitch. Like, we'll fix this together. I hope so, baby. We'll come up with a new plan. Yeah, we have more time to work on the speech. We'll film the banquet in L.A., hire actors. Hire actors. <laughs> to represent his family. <laughs> Honey. We're getting married and forming a powerful merger. Powerful mergers. Where does your family fit into that? I guess that they did it. Dad, are you serious? Right. Jamal, haven't you realized by now who your father's become? Hmm? It's all about the team of me. This is Team Stevens, and you need to get on board. She was, she's she, about to kick yeah. his son out. Yeah, she was going <laughs> to kick him out too. You got to go too. I don't want you either, little boy. You can go on about your business. You're not my son. So, yeah. So, yeah, Bianca was getting ready to kind of completely dislodge him from his entire family. Even though he had that trauma, it's still his family. So, she was ready to just be like, hey, let's just replace your family with <laughs> with actors during this banquet that they were filming for the show. So, yeah. she was, And, and that's what did it, I think. When you started talking about his family, he had reconnected back with them. He was like, okay, no, I don't know. Mm-hmm. No. This bitch is ill. So, but nostalgia itself keeps us as a society. It kind of keeps us in a chokehold because we're always looking for ways to feel better. Like right now, we got inflation, you know, gas prices still up. It's everybody. We just struggling. Like, I don't know a lot of people who are thriving. So nostalgia does it. It keeps us going back. You're sick of TikTok challenges and these kids' hoodies. You need paid in full to make you smile in your day. Your relationship is newer, older, in between. You need paid in full so they don't think you're insane. Go ahead and stream us today. Go ahead and stream us today. kind of put my takes <laughs> I kind of infuse them because I'm like really like excited about this um how do you know if you've chosen the right person so I actually had this question asked of me um this week because mm-hmm. it's the first week back at work um and we were talking about relationships and the sewer that's the relationship pool right now. From my understanding, it is really rough out here for these young ladies and these young men. They are, there's all kind of distractions. People are not serious about wanting a relationship. And if they do, they try to balance too many. <laughs> like it's, it's a sewer from my understanding. And so one of the um, young ladies who, um, who asked me this question was like, how did you know that JP was the right dude? And I was like, I didn't. Like, my answer was, I didn't know. I, I, I didn't know. And in all honesty, I still don't know. And I said, like, I said, I know it sounds like the answer you don't want. You want to have a very sure, I knew it, 
because of this, 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 and this. But in all honesty, I was like, when we first started, uh, we just didn't break up. Like, it was just one of those things where we just, time just kept going forward. Trauma bonded. We, <laughs> we did not trauma bond, thank you. We were love. We just, we kept growing as people. And we were learning about each other and becoming our own um, you know, grown ups, and we were like, hey, we found things in each other that we needed in order to be better. So I said, it just kind of happens. And I wish I could say it was a certain thing, but it's like just kind of magic and look a little bit. If you're dedicated to what you all are growing, and if y'all have the same kind of goals and the same um, pathway that you're working on together, then that's just going to kind of make the root is going to kind of make it seem as if you've chosen the right person because y'all are equally yoked and it's just, you just kind of never part ways. So what's your answer? How do you know if you found a right person? You don't know. (laughs) I said that at the beginning. Don't you do that. (laughs) I I told her, you don't know. And I still maintain that. And we're coming up on a, a milestone this weekend 19 years, 19. We got a whole big teenager now. We in our big teens, um, last teenage year, but we just, and now I don't even think, cause you know, people stay together because of time now. And it's not just because of time for us now. Now it's like, I need him because he makes me better. Like I need you. You need me because I make you think about things in a different way. You make me look at the world in a different way. Like now you're part of me and I'm part of you. So I just say, hey, you don't really know. But if you guys are like, if you think about what you guys want, if you're very honest about what you want and you're both going there, that's when you know you have the right person. Right? Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I I feel so bad because I told her, I was like, I told my husband, when he go, if he go before me, that's it. I'm like, I'm not going back in the pool. I'm not going, I'm not going redating. I'm not going back to what's your favorite color. Like, we're not doing those conversations. I'm just going to be done because I have my soulmate. I don't need anything else. And people say this and they don't mean it. And I really like, (laughs) I'm, I'm just, I don't want to get back out there um, because he's my person. And because it's, it takes so much, like he's. And literally a part of me So if you, you don't know If you found the right person So he could Roscoe could get with Lucinda And she could be a gift For him Or she could be Just another part of that Painful past That he has Like she could literally be Worse than Bianca She's a, she's his sacrifice So if Roscoe may be the villain In all of this Roscoe may be the villain mm-hmm. in all of this. Mm-hmm. Do tell me more. We already spoke about it. If this was Roscoe's final final form, as far as far as joining the Illuminati, you, you <laughs> <laughs> she's his sacrifice. Is, Roscoe is not in the Illuminati. Okay, um, I just I think that it, I mean it could Little go either way. Since when? That look like my daddy. When you start liking my daddy, you like black people's features like that? If this ugly, then it's good looking. Then all niggas is good looking. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime you see them telling you something you can't believe, just understand it's a play. (laughs) And it don't matter. You gonna know it's a play as soon as they get in that position and think they gonna tell somebody something. (laughs) No, you're not. 
No, you're mm. not. Marvel will cancel you so f- you won't be allowed to read a comic book. <laughs> Yo, if you have not watched this Cat Williams interview with uh, Shannon Sharp, you know, shout out to Shannon Sharp. Y'all got to watch it. It's it's viral as of the time of our podcast. So that's the clips that we're getting this from. The th- was it three hour interview? Two and a Two half. half. It's pretty close. Yeah, the size oh. of a Marvel movie. Yeah, he, so, yeah. yeah, Shannon. Yeah, added to I that. think he. Yes, he did. I think he opened the door and it, and it all of flew out. They, so. they would try to change the subject, and mm-hmm. Shannon would come back. What did he say about him? Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so he, he did. Go yeah. back. What, what, what did he say? Well, he, he, he did what? I think immediately he learned that it's really good TV. So he's <laughs> like, "Oh, we're just going to rift on this for a little bit." <laughs> Damn your childhood! What did he say? You did. You did it. You said when he did it. He did. It, and <laughs> what he did. did it. <laughs> yes, he did. It's so silly, but but yeah. So in in that grain, I think just if we're talking about what's our end goal here, um, would we have if we had to give advice to Roscoe, right? Would we have advised him one woman or the other, or would we have advised him to just do him? I would have advised him to be be him. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead and hit Lucinda. See what it is. Keep it moving. Let her use her outside indoor voice outside, um, and keep and kept on. Um, what's the what's the other one's name? Bianca kept her kept her on the roster because she had that good good and mm-hmm. moved on about your life and just been a been a bachelor player. Yeah, because I mean, if he was up and coming and being who he was, I just don't see why he had to run into a relationship in the first place. Like men in his position, I guess we're talking two thousand eight versus twenty twenty four. But men in his position, I don't think they try not to latch themselves to a woman because they're seen as a sex symbol. Like, that's a thing. So you're sexier if you're single. So and I think with him, while he was having that Hollywood life, it was like she was sparkling. So she was desirable. And he was like, look at the trophy I've got. She was trophy. But in the real life, it wouldn't have worked out that ideally if he wasn't the Hollywood up and coming star that he was. Because sidebar. Uh-huh. How, how trash was Jamal's mom? Okay, if she's not even in the picture, At and, all. and for for a man a man to get custody of his child, you got to be pretty trash. Yeah. Usually in society, she, she yeah. wasn't even a factor, And I think so. Lucinda asked him at one point, "What about Jamal's mom?" And he said, "He was like, oh, that's a whole another story." Like he dismissed it. So that means that she was tying it into a Tyler Perry movie. She was probably crackhead. This uh-huh. song at the church. She, but, yeah, go ahead. But she, but she got clean at the end. I mean, maybe. Um, so or, or, yeah, she she, a, or she died in an airplane accident. I don't know. Or she died of of some know. other condition. Know. Or she got she got with the evil dark skin guy. Mm-hmm. And he threw her out the house. Yeah, it could have happened, but we didn't see her at all, so we don't know. So saying that, his track rate was <laughs> his track record with women that we know of in this movie. He got a fifty fifty chance, right? Because he got you know hmm. Jamal's mom was probably a character. He went to another character, Bianca. She was a character. So now we got Lucinda. So he had a he had a fifty percent chance of actually the third time being okay. I you know maybe this will work out in my favor. I got you. So so so, so quest, question for Miss Miss Mia. Mm-hmm. What would get Mia to fall back in love with her hometown? Wasn't expecting that one, was you? No. I need an answer. Right. He didn't fall back in love with his hometown. He he was gone for nine years. 
Yeah, he was gone for 10 years. She was like, don't let 10 years go by again. Okay. So what? What what would make you fall back in love with your hometown? Because that, that had a lot to do with it. He, he, he No, well, Lucinda made him fall back in love with his hometown so what because would, she was there. What would make Miss mm-hmm. Mia fall back in love with her hometown uh, and, make, and make her want to go visit more frequently? Because you can't, you can't say that about JP because JP will go at the drop of a dime. Yes, I know. And I'll go with JP. <laughs> <laughs> I go with you to your hometown because I, I want I want to know more about your hometown. Like mm-hmm. you said, it's been nineteen years. Yeah, and we do. I mean, it's been nineteen years, and I, this is not to say I have not been back nineteen for nineteen no, years. No, because I want people to listen and be like, she ain't been home for nineteen years. That's not it. It's been just a, a one or two. I was there it's year before last. It's so, <laughs> trying to put me on the spot. Twenty twenty four is the year of healing. We gonna heal here, okay? With the world, home for me <laughs> as a concept. Keep it PG because people listen. I know, I know. I'm just I'm gonna keep it that way. Home for me is where my husband and my children are. So me saying I'm going back home. My I am home in right. Like I live in Georgia. Like this is where we live. So. <laughs> So where I am from is where I was brought up, where I was raised, but it wasn't who I am. Okay. Like me being where I'm from, I it's not who I want. And, and I outgrew that. Okay. Like when I go back there, there's nothing there that makes me excited about going. And I know a lot of people who actually moved away and stayed away because of that same reason. It's nothing that makes me excited about going there. There's a couple things. Now, nostalgia does like kick in. Boom. Because there's some foods that i can eat that i can't get anywhere frozen custard there's oh, don't don't let me get me there and i didn't even found that at cover so and then don't <laughs> <laughs> i found i found the custard um, <laughs> but it but there's a place it's nostalgia the park the theme parks the like the places i went as a child i'm like oh my god like i i miss going there i haven't been there in mm-hmm. decades but that's nostalgia that's not who i am mm-hmm. like who i am right now is like calm, laid back. I don't do drama. I don't want anybody coming in and out of my emotional and energetic spite space. Mm-hmm. I don't want any of that. I just want like what we have here, what we've cultivated in our house. And I can't get that there because it's just a different energy. It's a different space. I got you. And for a while it was grandma. Like when before grandma passed away, it was my grandma's there. So I'm gonna go see her cause she there. But now everything has changed. It's like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't have an exciting, like, I don't get excited thinking about going. Thank you. So, I, yeah. I got, I got you. And mm-hmm. th- thank you for sharing. Like I said, this year is about, this year is about opening up and, and helping. E- exploring. Yeah. And helping other people work through their, yeah. their Cause, ideas. Because just keeping it, keeping it with the theme of the movie, like mm-hmm. I said, with, with you trying to fall in, fall, um, fall back in love. Um, with 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 your hometown, mm-hmm. um, there was also the dynamic of with him and his father. Mm-hmm. So that's how and I that was... that's how I bring it back around to me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, I have been I've actually talked to my father twice this year. This year, yeah. which was more so, than last year. Yeah. So yeah, so it's 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 all it's all about 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 um, trying to grow and be better. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, and, and it's very much a willingness. So if we're willing to, if I'm willing to sit and say, hey, 
what is it about that place that makes me excited? Am I excited? Does it, do I want to go and visit to try to explore that? Then I will. It's a willingness. So, but right now with all the things that we have going on here, it's like, ugh, I don't even have space on my plate to do that at this moment. Yeah. So, um, so, so yeah. Uh, yeah. I get you. So, and it's just like, just trying to find that space where at the end of the day, everybody wants the approval, approval of their father. So mm-hmm. that was one of his things too. It seemed yes. like he could never, never do enough to, yep. to, to make him, to, to please his dad. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that was very evident even, and that's something heavy that he carried all the way through from being a kid that, up until that's being real, an adult. That's a real thing. Yeah. He couldn't, he was like, daddy, you know, you, you never told me, you never told me you were proud of me. You never told me you or, loved me. Or see me, see me for who I am. Yeah. And you, you, have, you have the exact same name. Mm-hmm. So I'm, he was named for his, his I, dad. I'm a, I'm a junior. So yeah. I, I really, I really, that really resonated with yeah. me. Yeah. And then Roscoe too kept trying to get his attention. Like he kept buying him stuff. Like he bought him the TV, but he never, his dad never unboxed a whole TV. Mm-hmm. He just kept it in the corner. So his dad was very against his lifestyle and basically pushed him away because of it. You know, his lifestyle being in Hollywood. His lifestyle and what we his mindset. Yeah, and what we've been what we've been discovering recently mm-hmm. is sometimes when a person may have a subconscious thought in their head that this person is okay, they don't need me as much as somebody else. Mm-hmm. They need you because so yeah. because he his father didn't express that to him, mm-hmm. but he probably felt that Roscoe didn't would, be, would, would be okay. And he had Clyde mm-hmm. who had all these needs and stuff. And he gravitated towards Clyde to help him out because to help boost him. Yeah. Was it, was it called a savers phase saviors mentality? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Even when Clyde was successful, quote unquote successful, Clyde had what car dealerships, right? Mm-hmm. But his dad had built that relationship with him in order to sort of, kind of be standby if Clyde needed him and Roscoe did not have that as an adult like he didn't have the like the standby person in the wings saying hey look at my son so that relationship was severed I don't think they explored enough of that in the movie um they kind of started it and they kind of have that they kind of had that little argument right before he left. They only had an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, I mean, it still was so important. And this James Earl Jones, y'all. He's a living legend now. So it's like, yeah, a lot of us are going through those Mufasa. same kind of emotions. Yeah, that um, I think a lot of times parents in different generations think that because we get older, that their kids are grown up and married with kids and all of that, that we are no longer that they're no longer important in their lives. And so they're like, Oh, they're okay. We're just going to kind of, they're going to be fine. We still need our parents as adults. And so a lot of people that I know have really close relationships with their parents because their parents remained a mainstay. Their parents didn't dial down the support or didn't dial down coming around and that kind of thing. They just kind of stood by. And so that's what he needed. And his dad completely just cut him off. But we still need, like, the, the moral of the story is you still need your parents as an adult. Like, you don't just need your parents as a child. And it's not because you need them for money or something. You just need them to say, hey, what do you like to do for fun? Like, what is it out here that makes you scared? What do you think about this opportunity? Hey, you getting the promotion. Great. How do you feel? Do you think that's going to be good for you and the family? Like, being active and involved with the adult side of their child. So, yeah. 
and he needed that in his life. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's a really good point. Thank you. Look at you. I'm gonna go ahead and make this non-serious by playing some more Cat Williams. <laughs> <laughs> we got to lighten it up. Lord, somebody get him, Lord. I just, uh. One in Hollywood has a memory of going to a sold-out Kevin Hart show. There being a line for him ever getting a standing ovation at any what comedy he club. What he say? He already had his deals when he got here. Have we no. heard of a comedian that what came to Kevin? L.A. and in his first Shannon year Sharp in L.A. he hilarious. had his own sitcom on network television what and had his own movie called we Soul Plane that he was leading? No, we've never heard of that before that person <laughs> or since that person. What do you think a plant is? Maybe people don't understand the difference. <laughs> I was like, what, I'm an what, industry what, plant what, and I'm making he, money. What, he so. Cat, Cat, what, what are you talking what, about? What, what, what did he do? What did he say? <laughs> oh my God. That's just like, um, Lord, what's the man's name? Uh, Mike Epps. Because yeah. he's in the movie too. He that cousin that does that, that instigator. <laughs> Yes, that, that that instigating cousin. That's what Shannon Sharp is. He, you know, everybody uncle. So, so yeah. Um, yeah. So take well, well, we did a takeaway. We did a takeaway. <laughs> we, we, we've we, covered we've, every we've, every goddamn thing hey. that can be covered. Uh, shout out to Roscoe. All the Roscoes in the world, baby. Do you just just don't worry about these women. They not going hit them and keep it moving. Don't that hit that is qualified because people think you saying hit like slap. No, he means have the sex. I'm a I'm a I'm a millennium. <laughs> We're millennials. I'm a millennium. So yeah, just <laughs> and that's for everybody, men and women. Y'all just we we worry so much about I want to be with somebody right now. Just let it happen organically. If it happens, great. If she's good for you, if she's on TV with you, is she holding you down and you all are on the same pathway and she's a good person or he's a good guy, like he's everything you need, then you've chosen the right person. And then if they change and they kind of evolve in a way that you don't like, communicate that. And then if it don't work, y'all, just it don't work out. And that doesn't mean you didn't pick the right person. It just means that they changed in a way that you all are no longer equally yoked. So mm-hmm. there you go. So Yeah, and Martin Luther King got twenty four hours to respond and beat <gasps> beat Jonathan Jonathan Major's ass. <sighs> Because it's, it's his birth it's, it's his, his birthday, birthday holiday weekend. Mm-hmm. This man keep keep putting his his wife name in his mouth. Yep. Martin, you're gonna have to go check him, bro. Mm-hmm. My mama's not a prop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot hang with you. That this is the episode. Thank you for listening to the Paid in Full podcast to get out with us. JP's birthday was Tuesday. I thought me was gonna bring it up at the beginning of the show, but clearly, see this. This is okay. No, because this is what happened with men. They get pushed to the side. People who followed us online knew that it was your birthday because the post was there. Give it up for me again. Happy birthday, birthday, JP. All right. Okay. I'm just saying. The next rotation around the sun. Already, already on to the next birthday. Already talking about. I was already talking about John. John's birthday is next, and (laughs) it's already on. I mean, we already going. We're still in the same week of mine. It's already over. Oh, I love you. We're not. We're still celebrating Dad's birthday. 
Well, thank you guys for listening to the Paid and Full podcast. We will be back in another week with another movie. Did you say where they can find? Did you say where we, they can find us? Man? I was getting there. I'm, I'm getting okay. ready to oh, say man, it. I'm I know sorry. we, we I'm, are I'm available. Emotional. I'm I emotional now. <laughs> oh, this is supposed to be my week. It, oh, it, it, I'm sorry. We had a we had a weekend. I mean, kind of. We did a day, but we tried to give him a gift um, for three days. So each of us bought, you know, daddy something. So um, he, you said we did good. Mm. <laughs> he wanted a week. Okay, so next year it's a week. So you have to express this. Everybody hears this, right? He wants a week. Next give it week. up for me one more time. Yeah, give it one up for, for JP. This is clearly all I'm going to get for the rest of 2024. <laughs> Yay. We uh, <laughs> Hey, we're you know what we are on uh we're on social media channels we have facebook tiktok instagram snapchat x whatever you're thinking of we have them all paid in full podcast as well as our gmail paid in full porn pod hub. at, at gmail.com we're not on Pornhub. um not on only fans only fans not that yet not yet not yet we haven't gotten that down in the dumps yet so not to say that Take that back. Yeah, I'm gonna take it back because don't let me get a mask. Sex workers are people too. Yes, they are. I'm gonna get me a mask and I'm gonna do something. Shake it, shake it. No, she didn't. So she did not. A, um, super superintendent of the district that coming. she works for. She meant absolutely to live none of that. And I'm gonna go ahead and play, play this for? music and get us out of here before <laughs> Mia gets us canceled.